Hello and welcome to Relationship Talk, the podcast hosted by Teresha Young, Relationship Master Coach. Now, each episode, we bring you an inspiring guest to help you find a deeper understanding of yourself, to set yourself up for dating, relationship, self-love and self-empowerment success. So enjoy, take notes and get ready to apply all key messages you learn today. Hello and welcome to Real Relationship Talk, the podcast hosted by yours truly, Teresha Young, Relationship Master Coach, where we have open, non-judgmental, heart-to-heart conversations about love, self-love, self-care, dating and relationships. And I am back with season two, two to two of the podcast episode. And oh my goodness, I am being joined by the delightful, the delicious Delcina Young. <laughs> and if you haven't already noticed, we have the same surname because we're sisters. Hey, hey. sister, sister. <laughs> Never know how much I missed you. For the people who don't know, that's an American sitcom from the early 90s. So Delcina. We're showing our age a little bit. We right? are. <laughs> early 90s? Oh, so. <laughs> Thank you so much for being the first guest for season two. So why have I got Delcina on the show? It's not just because she is my amazing sister. And also, I'm going to big you up here, the creative director when it comes to so much of my social media posts, my videos, the podcast edits. It's all her. It's all her. Yep. (laughs) She's on the audio, on the intro, on the outro. She does so much for me in terms of my business. So Delcina, a huge, huge thank you to you for that. And now you are on the other side. You're normally Mm -hmm. behind the scenes. Yes. No, it feels a bit strange. Feels a bit strange to be on camera with you. I'm usually the one laughing at all the edits in the background. (laughs) Like now you're gonna have to laugh at your own edits. I know. I might need to edit some bits out, but (laughs) no, it's it's impose our heads. Exactly. No, it's an absolute pleasure to be here um, and an honour actually to be your first guest this season two. I cannot (sighs) believe we're on season two now. So yeah, and I'm so, so excited because this conversation is going to be so much fun, of course. And I'm going to read a bit more about you for people who don't know who you are and what you do. So Delcina Young, great surname, is a multifaceted, well-accomplished, inclusive leader working for one of the largest global med tech companies. She believes we all have superpowers and hers is development, development of herself and of others. She describes herself as being a lifelong learner with a growth mindset. She truly, (laughs) she truly believes we all have the ability to do more, be more and achieve more in whatever areas we choose, personally and professionally. By day, Dulcina leads an international team of close to 80 people, supporting 10 countries in Europe, Middle East and Africa. Together, they provide two core services, technical helpline support and start rights, a proactive coaching service. Delcina's team exists to create peace of mind and to provide exceptional support to people using or working with diabetes technologies. By night, Delcina is an award-winning, can I get a rewind, an award-winning <laughs> inclusion, diversity and equity practitioner. Not only does she lead the ID&E programme for Northwestern Europe, 
but she also has a seat on the IDNA governance board for EMEA. She and her colleagues are on a mission to create a culture where diversity, equity, equality, and inclusion are not only celebrated, but ingrained in the company's DNA. Mm. Mm. Boom. Wow. Me. <laughs> that is like next level guru going on there. Guru <laughs> status. <laughs> so that was a wonderful, wonderful introduction. And I thank you for putting that together so we understand more about who you are and what you do. So before we move on to talking about love and relationships, mm -hmm. this podcast is also about self-growth and self-empowerment too. Mm -hmm. So it would be absolutely amazing, beautifully amazing, if you could share with all of us a bit more about your journey and what led you to be on the career path of doing all of that. Some of the key highlights would be great to know. Yeah, okay. So I think my first crossroad really came into play when I was leaving school around the age of 17, 18. And, you know, the teachers were saying, what do you want to do next, Alcina? Where are you going? Mm -hmm. And at that moment, you know, they were really encouraging me to go towards the university. But as you know, um, based on where we were as a family at the time, actually, I wanted to go out and to help um, bring some more financial gain into the family home to help with the bills and to help you with the bills as well. So I actually opted to go straight into working at the age of 18. Um, I went into a sport nutrition company called Maxi Muscle, which was, you know, a real great foundation for me to to start to learn who I am in this adult world and in this working world and I was there for three years and I um I quickly discovered my glass ceiling shall we say <laughs> the ceiling doesn't do ceilings <laughs> no and we break through we smash yeah. those ceilings and it was at a moment where I thought you know what I'm doing so much here I'm going to ask for a pay rise and that pay rise was you know 1,500 taking me to about 16,000 at the time um, and there wasn't any money in the company to give me that pay rise and I thought I'm worth more than this I know I'm giving more than this and I made one of my you know second big life commitments which was to start to look externally and to look for another role and you know what it's like when when you're in a company and you're so comfortable Mm. you're comfortable with the people you're yeah. comfortable with the processes you're a big fish in a small pond you know yeah. you've got you got it i got this yeah you got, got this, this. Why, why am i trying yeah. to move anywhere exactly but i knew i had to if i wanted to start earning more and that's when i discovered medtronic um which is where i am today i've been with them now for 14 years next month the first of september will be 14 years still but, showing your age girl <laughs> yeah do you know what the young surname keeps it young so young and fresh that's it, that's it. so I uh, was fortunate fortunate enough to apply for the company um a job within the diabetes division it was very close to me because our grandparents both had type 2 diabetes mm -hmm. um and I wanted to join a company that makes a difference in people's lives like true makes a difference mm -hmm. so I you know got into Medtronic and thought this is it this is where I'm going to set my roots. I'm going to lay my next foundation. I am going to grow. I'm going to learn. I'm going to be a sponge. And I'm going to climb that corporate ladder to as far as it will take me. And there yeah. is no stopping me. Don't stop me now. Oh, exactly. Especially because I'm chasing you there too. I'm like, girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
there is no stopping me and I've always been of the mindset that you can do anything that you want to achieve with, with the right tools resources and, and support mm. of people around you and sponsorship you can get to many places and, and I truly believe it's not what you know but it's who you know and those are the the people that can open doors for you that were closed mm. and uh long story short over the last 14 years, I have been on 10 different career paths within the company. I started off as a customer service agent, taking calls, placing orders, um, and I knew I wanted to become a people leader. Um, and I started that journey and moved my way up. So I became a, a senior, then a team lead, a senior team lead, to a manager, and now I'm the senior manager. So next I set on director um, to hit the official goal that I had created when I joined but it's been a phenomenal journey and I'm, I've been blessed to be supported by a lot of great people as well mm, that is an amazing journey and as your big sister you know I'm super proud of you as well because of your dedication and your loyalty to the process and not giving up yeah. and to also have the aspiration to becoming a leader mm. so would you say that there has been any people in your life putting <coughs> aside myself <laughs> have been inspirational for you yeah. in terms of wanting you to be a leader who are your role models mm. so I would say um well yeah 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 don't get it <laughs> but you were definitely <coughs> one of the driving forces for me wanting to go into corporate and to go mm. into a big kind of blue chip company because I could see the trajectory that you were on I could see the growth that you were experiencing I thought oh well T she's not been to to uni she mm. you know she's joined a company and they're helping her to learn and study and develop and grow so maybe I can do that too so that that for me was a big push you were a big inspiration on mm. okay I too can get into corporate if that's what I want to do yeah once I was in what I loved was working with people mm. and I I automatically almost found myself being there, leading, supporting, coaching, like taking that role on organically. And, and I always had done through my school years. And yeah. I remember all of my teachers were like, you'll be a leader, you'll do it. So, so maybe, maybe it's not even my idea. Maybe they programming. Programmed, right? But they was always saying, you know, you've got these leadership qualities. I would always step up. I would lead, whether it's my dance group or, you know, mm. be the one to lead a group in, in English or whatever it was. I always wanted to be at the front and helping people to come along that journey. Mm. And uh, I, I do think that when I entered into the working world, I felt like I had leaders who I could see where development could be given mm. and I thought do you know what I can do this I can do this I can work with people and I can get the same results and if not maybe even better results than um than, than what I was getting and there's just this absolute pleasure out of being able to take someone who's started off maybe unconfident in what they're doing and to be able to coach guide mentor them to the point where they're flying solo and mm. you know that they're they're flown the nest as I say and I've said to a couple of my team members who have flown the nest I'm like I'm so proud of you <laughs> you did it you yeah, did it you did it you did Amazing. it yeah. yeah I mean I totally feel into that journey that you had there and some of the inspiration that you've got and obviously 
we're sisters. I will say that a lot during the interview. And just in terms of your warmth and your personality, you are such an encourager. Because when it comes to dance and abilities, you know, especially when we're younger, you also, you know, you had the moves. And I was a little bit stiff, yeah, a little bit static. But you know, you always encouraged me, no matter with my robotic moves, to you know, to, 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 like yeah, go girl, go girl, you got it. Yeah. Um, but even with those moves, less is more, less is more. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you putting in so much force to that? So much effort, girl. You're gonna break your neck. Um, but yeah, it's a case of that like, you always have been there to encourage people, you know, even from a young age, like you said, with your dancing, your teamwork that you've done at school, all of that expressive arts that you did, yeah. you were involved with a lot when you were growing up in school, yeah. and you've always been a team player. Yes. You've got a big personality as well. I would say that like, people are drawn to you. Um, and they feel that which is why you make such a great people leader and you have excelled in your journey because you know you're just divine divine <laughs> well yeah, you know. the d stands for a minute yeah, exactly <laughs> the emphasis on a d delicious yeah. delightful divine <laughs> <laughs> so then tell me so you have climbed the corporate ladder mm. well so how would you describe your journey as a young black woman mm. yeah and it's um it's an interesting question because I, I do get asked that quite often. Mm. And especially during the work that I do with inclusion, diversity, and equity, which we'll just call IDE from here on out. Yeah. Um I feel that I have had incredible people around me mm-hmm. on my journey as a, a a black woman in corporate. I do not feel that at any point my race has been a barrier to my success Mm -hmm. um, within either of the organizations that I was part of. Um, I actually feel that there are some other areas that have been more of a hindrance (laughs) or a setback. Um, One being my age, because I entered the corporate world quite young. I was 21 when I started Mm -hmm. um, the corporate uh, kind of ladder climbing and very ambitious. And so there have been a few roles that I've wanted to go for and people are like, oh, well, you need a little bit more, um, not, not necessarily experience, but time behind you. Maturity, like, huh? Maturity, yeah. Like, geez, you need a little bit more cheddar. <laughs> yeah, like, you want me to be stanky? But, like, I, I'm, I'm good. I understand. If, if yeah. you can show me a task or something that I'm not doing or a skill that I don't have, give me that feedback. Let me go and work with that rather than saying, just sit and fester in this role for a little bit longer. And then when you're slightly older, we'll put you in place. So I feel there have been a bit of age bias Mm -hmm. um, in my younger days, for sure. Not so much now, you know, (laughs) tender age of 35. Um, Again, showing your age. Yes. Oh, what does that make me? Yeah, ancient. No, I'm (laughs) (laughs) Dinosaur life. (laughs) Yeah. But um, yeah, I definitely feel that my, my race, and I'm very grateful that it has not been a uh, negative or detrimental impact on my career now I'm talking from my own personal experience here and I just want to make that clear as well I'm not speaking on behalf of the black women in the world because oftentimes <laughs> you find that when people are like you talk talk to me about the black woman experience and you're like like I don't that's a huge <laughs> I, responsibility yeah, to take there I could talk about Delphine Young's experience yeah and actually I've had a really great experience, but I know, you know, one of my closest friends 
has experienced racism in the workplace yeah. and so and, and she is a young black woman of my age as well so it's it, different different experiences based on where you are based on this environment that you're in based with based on the people that you're in and also the the culture of the company that you're yeah. in as well um, yeah. and a lot of it plays down to well, what's the leadership like you know what the, what are the process is like and um, what's the HR team like do they truly believe in ID&E or is it more lip service um, so yeah I've been very very fortunate I would say Okay. I would say if I talk about the gender, because you asked me about being a black yeah, and yeah. woman, I haven't felt like my gender has held me back either. Um, and I don't know whether it's because, listen, I'll roll my sleeves up and get into it with you <laughs> if we need mm. to go. You um, get on the yeah, yeah, I am definitely ready to, to dig deep and prove myself mm. uh, in the early days, not so much now. I think my, my <laughs> team are feeding you grapes now. <laughs> me no I, I'd like to say my experience you know my results speak for themselves now but definitely in the early days you have to prove yourself yeah um, in in any role um and sometimes women more than men and, and you get into the typical bias of you know well some women think if I can't tick every single box on the the list of requirements then I can't do it whereas I would have a different way of thinking of like okay I can't do that now but I'm sure I can learn it so that would not stop me from from moving forward. So I think I've I've had that inner confidence yeah. in myself and my ability to learn, mm. even though I have not been to university, which is another bias. Yeah. Um, I would say that has has stayed with me for a bit. Um, mm -hmm. Even up until recently, I was thinking, do do I go in and and finally go and get my masters? Um, because when you are in, uh, you know, big companies or when you do look externally at other roles and what they're asking for they're asking you for you know like a BA or a master's degree or an MBA plus your experience plus more and I'm like Whew, okay you know I'm very happy where I am but if there was a time to come when I was looking externally um would that be a challenge for me even with my years of experience mm. and results that's a valid point that you make there and I know that on your current career path, you have had the opportunity and sponsorship to do some amazing qualifications because you're yeah. level five. What's that qualification you have? Um, uh, CMI. Um, so it's a Chartered Management Institute for the course that I did was leadership and management. Mm. And that was sponsored through my current company. Um, so that was amazing, a great opportunity to get to do that. Yeah. It's the equivalent of a foundational degree, um, yeah. but you, you don't have the degree. And that's where this kind of education bias can kick in to say, oh, yeah, we well, might have got that, but it's still not a good degree, though, is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, again, would you, because you've been very fortunate to not have experienced mm. those stereotypes necessarily or the bias yeah. um, in being a young Black woman. And, you know, I vouch for that for my experience, too, because I have a HR management backgrounds yes. corporate backgrounds and I too cannot say that I personally mm. again my personal experience have have experienced any form of bias when it's come to necessarily my agenda yeah. when it comes to my race mm -hmm. age um, I can't quite say whether I have I mean I cannot identify anything where I've said hmm there's been extremely limiting yeah. because whilst I was a HR manager I didn't have people leadership role I was working alongside managers and helping yeah. them to yeah. assist their team as HR normally is unless you're like a, a HR manager with a team of people yeah 
So I cannot, and I'm, I feel very grateful for that, although we're not denying its existence there. Exactly. Because it does exist um, in any way, shape or form. Would you encourage people, therefore, to do a little bit of research before they move into another company? And if yeah. so, what should they be looking for? Yeah. So so if they're looking for uh, the let me clarify. So if they're looking to join another company just because they want their next career. Yeah. Available, yeah. Um, I would definitely ask or, or guide people to start to look at the company culture. You know, mm-hmm. what what company are you joining? What you know, when you see an iceberg, you see the top yes. and it's usually all pretty and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. join us. But what lies beneath? the iceberg yeah um speak to a couple of people in the organization if you can and doing similar roles to the one that you want to do if you can to learn a bit more about okay well how do the team truly feel who are on the ground and mm-hmm. and taking it with a pinch of salt because everyone's experience is unique to themselves perception yeah. reality <laughs> you know that mm-hmm. um so that would be one of the first things that i would i would suggest is is really really trying to get into what the culture's like at the company that you're going to join because you might have the best job in the world the best salary in the world but if the people are mm. not your people or if they operate in a very discriminative way you are not going to find yourself in that com- company you're not going to be comfortable yeah. at all you won't be able to be your best bring your best self to work as i say you won't be able to do that so i would definitely say understand the company culture I would say, you know, if you're going to move into another job as well, make sure that you're not doing it just for a salary increase. You need to look at the overall package Mm. that you're going to be getting, you know. okay, yes, I might be getting an extra five grand, but do I get the same bonus? Do I get the same holiday entitlement? Do I get the same health care? Do I get the same pension? Like you've Mm. got to take everything into consideration. And because whilst I understand, you know, your bills get paid by that salary at the same time. If I want some time off right now, I've got 30 days annual leave. Yeah. If I went to a company with 20, 20 days, that's two weeks. That's just gone. Yeah. And I, I want to keep my work-life balance and is an extra five grand worth that. Yeah. A mindset piece there. It's really important to understand what your motivation is when it comes to your jobs and the careers, whether you want to stay put where you are or whether you want to look for something else, because money motivation can actually be quite a short term motivator Very in terms of benefits, remuneration, yeah. whatever that might be. Yeah. But when you can align yourself to the purpose, your purpose, your mission, that your why. Yeah. You know, when you connect to that, your why will make you fly. Exactly. And, and if yeah. your why doesn't make you cry, it's not strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you rule. <laughs> going hard. So, but yeah, you know, when you are connected to your why, make it cry, you know, fly, yeah. all of that stuff. It can really help you on those days when you wake up and you're not necessarily feeling. And the why has to be a lot more because we do what safety. I think one yeah. of our core human needs is security and safety, right? Yeah. Yeah. And having money to pay the bills, to have safety, security yeah. in your home, 100%, we want to feel that. Yeah. Nobody really wants to feel like you're just surviving, right? Yeah. Equally, there's going to be so much more to wake you up. So the drive isn't just, I have to go to work to pay the bill. Yeah. It's, I'm going to work because I actually truly love what I do. And I love being around the people because technically, if you are in a full-time role, you're spending about 260 days of your life. 260 yeah. days yes. in the work environment whether that's online yeah. whether it's in the office yeah 
however that might be that's a lot of time and energy. make sure the people you're spending your time with you like <laughs> exactly as and, and if they're not quite your people yeah. then you find ways to shift your energy to yeah. hopefully make it more easier for you to go to work so exactly. no thank you for that share and i would just you know add on to, to what you were saying there is mm. that's exactly the reason why i am where i am today and have been there for so long is because the culture of the company has been fantastic and it's been one that allow has allowed me personally yeah. to explore who I am to become yeah. who I am to 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 grow to learn to develop um, yeah. and then to help others along that same journey as well and I, I say that to my team all the time is like you have to truly look at where you are and if you're not happy being here in mm. your role you have to look at well what will make me happy mm. and is it I'm not happy at the moment in life in general or is it I'm not happy in the role because there is I there is one thing that I wouldn't want is for people to stay in my team and be unhappy with mm. what they're doing where they're where they're going and one of the things that I would say I work very hard with and my leadership team do as well is developing people mm. so we we get them in they do the job and then we ask them what next yeah. where do you want to go next mm. how can we help you get there we've had so many people within my team move into other areas of the business different operating units like different senior levels yeah. and that's because we value development and we we value people taking the next step in their career and yeah. I think because I've seen it lived it experienced it I want others to have that as well yeah and that's what I've witnessed too because for yourself no matter how senior you have got in the business, you're still being recognised for it. You're still getting acknowledgements, awards, development. It doesn't stop just because you're at a senior level, nice. then yeah. the company forgets about you. Yeah. And I think that's what's so important is whenever you are in a company, is that development, yes. is that career progression. If that's what you want, because you're not always... They just want to come in, have a nice time and then go home. And that's exactly we, we need people like that as well. We do. Exactly. And because no, as long as you're in your KPIs and you're performing yes, well, exactly. you know, yeah. it can be very rosy. Um, but yeah, it's really I've witnessed that when I think when it comes to culture, like you said, it's really getting into the business and understanding what it is like to be there as people, as a team. Um, and then also what your career path could potentially look like. Yeah. Where does it stop? So it's having those discussions. And I think, you know, you have been such a joy to watch, to see that happen. Thank you me. know how it goes. Appreciate your support along the way because you've been the one helping me prep for certain interviews come <laughs> up or giving me coaching and guidance along the way. So, yeah. You know, I do my best as well. And you're, you're fantastic. You're so coachable, Delcina. You're so coachable. <laughs> like you said, you're a sponge. Yes. <laughs> give me. Yeah. yeah. Give me the info. Yeah. So, um. You spent, you've spoken about ID and E and you've yep. broken it down. That's what we're going to refer to it as it is. Inclusive, yeah. Inclusion, diversity, and also equity. Equity. Okay. So in that practice, yeah. what are some of the misconceptions mm. that may evolve around ID and E? What have you encountered? Where do I begin? No. Oh, no, no, no. no. So, so <laughs> when I think about ID and E, for me, it's seen as a nice to have, not a need to have. And that's one of the biggest misconceptions. Okay. ID and E is not a nice to have. It's not something that you should focus on as and when you have the time and if you have the budget to do it. Mm -hmm. ID and E is about 
people and it's about your culture. And if you don't have that right, you're going to have a lot of people coming in the door and going back out the door at the same time. Mm -hmm. So what I see is that people, and I'm not talking specifically about my company here, but just in general with the people that I've worked through, it's like, we'll get to id when we can, it's busy right now. And it's mm -hmm. like, no, because it's, like a side thought. it's a side thought. Exactly. It's a nice to have, not a need to have. And, and this is where you've got to start because you can you can't take people out of your business you're not working with robots gone were the days where you say you turn up to work and you leave your baggage at the door and at the end of the day you pick that up and you go home. Yeah. Like, the, i mean that used to be a mindset right it was like mm. once you're yeah. in here focus on the job but over the years what's been good to see is that we understand that that doesn't happen for everyone and actually shouldn't have to happen for everyone mm. i should be able to turn up to work and and, and be be myself you know i yeah. shouldn't have to try and fit in to conform to a certain way of working or being in any company mm. um i should be able to bring my own value and space to the meal oh yes so um that's one of the biggest misconceptions that i've seen mm. one of the other misconceptions that i've seen is that people think oh yeah well if we've got diversity then we've got inclusion and we've got <laughs> equity like at the same time if like group it all together yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. like no they they each are different things and if we think about diversity um one of the goals that we have within our company is to be reflective of the population that we serve of mm -hmm. our customer install base and if you were to have a look at the company that you're in you know does it reflect the population of the country that you're in of your customer install base mm -hmm. um is it more female more male is it more one race than another are people more of a kind of like millennial type mm. you know generation or are they older and diversity is about bringing a mix of people together that and that includes you know age race gender disability okay. everything else that would you know be covered under the equality act the 2010 equality act for mm. uk and ireland um oh sorry for you for the uk but Ireland and other countries have very similar equality mm. acts where it looks at protected characteristics which you cannot be discriminated against for so yeah. so that's diversity okay and, and don't give me diversity of thought either yes we all are different and we all think differently and we're not talking about diversity <laughs> the group either I know <laughs> but but you know but if, if we're going to bring them in and we can advance with them fine. we can do it eh? we, we can do that but to get true diversity, you have to have pe different people, different backgrounds, different life ex lived experiences. Okay. Then we talk about inclusion. Inclusion is about how you, that's what it's on the team, right? How you include people <laughs> <laughs> within the system that is your organization. Um, do you have systemic inclusion? So we look at things like hiring. Is it done in an inclusive way? Do you try to remove the bias out of hiring by making sure you've got diverse hiring panels, like different leaders from different areas interviewing people? Mm -hmm. Do you make sure that you're looking in different places to bring in that diversity? But but that's the inclusive element of it is the fact that okay. you're going out and you're you're doing that proactively rather than just saying, oh yeah, send me a bunch of CVs. Okay. Um, the other elements of inclusion is about well, how do you make people feel like they can be themselves at work mm. you know when when they come in if they've had a bad day or if they've got family member who's going through something or if they're struggling themselves with their own mental health you know how do you allow them to 
be true to themselves yeah. at work in a sense mm. um when we look at promotions you know are they done in an inclusive way or is it the same people with the same faces that get promoted so mm. the inclusion is is huge and you've got to work hard at both inclusion and both diversity you have to be intentional and that's yeah. what people say oh no, no no it will happen it's the right thing to do it is the right thing to do but we yeah. also have our biases everybody has biases yeah. we all have them and so that's one of the other misconceptions is that oh i don't have bias mm. no we all do we all do we all you know, you know have grown up in certain communities or grown around you know different family members and there are stereotypes and biases that are formed so let's just agree yeah. with that but then it's what you do with them because some of them serve you and, and most of them don't so how do you start to cut through that Mm. that sounds like oh sorry i was going to say that sounds like an element of training that would need to be done because people aren't often aware of their unconscious bias right yeah yeah. so in order to understand where your unconscious bias is you're going to have to have some self-awareness around that and how do you elicit that exactly another thing that i've heard people call them is blind spots yeah blind spots yeah you don't know your blind spots it's like when you're driving for all those drivers out there listen there have been a couple of cars in my blind spots which shocked me when I <laughs> you had to squirm <laughs> when I discovered they were there. Oh, mama! Oh, and damn! Yeah, there have, and, and that's exactly the same thing with your biases. Some you won't know of, and when they're highlighted to you, you're like, "Oh, okay, I can work with that." So, I mean, where we are, we do an unconscious bias training, and and you know, people go back and forth. Does unconscious bias training work? Does it not? This, that, and the other. Mm. Firstly, you cannot expect to do unconscious bias training and then say, yep, everyone gets ID and E now. Yeah, absolutely. It's not a tick box scenario. Exactly. It's another resource to help people explore themselves. Mm. And through some of the work that I've done and we've done um, in neuro-linguistic programming, that all starts with understanding self, understanding who you are, what your map of the world is mm. so then you can start to understand others and I think that's probably why I found ID&E like to be such a passion of mine is because for years I was doing work on myself mm-hmm. to learn more about me to learn more about why do I think that way hold on I don't even agree with that like why yeah <laughs> so where did it stem from exactly and then you go back and you're like, okay <laughs> that's the moment yeah. Pop- it was that music yeah. teacher who said I spelled weird wrong exactly yeah now now i don't like to get up there or, or the people that yeah. laughed at me when i was reading out loud now i don't like to read out yeah. loud. So there are all of these things that you unpick about yourself which i think i see that as similar to what you do in the work of inclusion diversity and equity you start to unpick yourself to then start to try and understand you and then others and put yourself in their shoes empathy empathy right. is it's got to be huge because there are people that say we shouldn't have to look at id and e no we shouldn't it's <laughs> something we organically do i 1000 percent agree yeah but we're not there but so until not we get to that point exactly until we get there we've got to be intentional about doing that so before we move on mm. was there another blind spot you was going to bring up i don't want you to not I was just going to talk about equity and equality. I was, I was, I was going to ask yeah, you that. Yeah. What is the difference between equity and equality? Yeah, yeah. And listen, I'm not a dictionary, so if you <laughs> go and look it up yourself if you want to as well. Um, but I'll drop a link. Exactly. We'll drop a link to it. But for for me, when you when you start to look at equality, it's say if you had a pie and you cut it in four, and there were four people, each person would get an equal share of that pie. 
that's equality equity mm-hmm. is looking at okay I have this pie but who needs it the most mm. actually I've got someone over there that that one person who's not actually eating for four days so I'm going to give them a bigger slice of the pie okay. that person actually they're they're full so I'm not going to give them any at all and then I'm going to split this last you know quarter between two people so it's about giving people what they need in order okay. to succeed in life so or in life in, or life, in, in general job, in a process <laughs> <laughs> so if I was to think about um in my team uh training mm-hmm. for example if I was to train everyone on a new product in exactly the same way that would be a quality okay However, I know there are certain people who have different learning styles. Mm. They might need a different way. They might need some extra time. They might want to come back in and have a one-to-one with my training team and everything else. That's equality. It's making sure that that person has what they need to succeed. Wow. That takes a lot of, that's taken a lot of concerted effort to understand that. And I can understand why some people just want to push it to one side because it doesn't mean more work, right? Hopefully. Yeah, (laughs) you know what? You you can have a team and you can say, oh yeah, 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 it's fine. I've given them a I've given them a thing. I've I've done my job. But you might have someone that's dyslexic. Yeah. You might have someone who needs some additional learning. Then you've got, you know, somebody else there who just picks it up in super quick and is like, well, I've got it. Why doesn't everybody else have it? So yeah, it to for me to be an inclusive leader, you've got Mm. to know your people. You've got to know what they need in order to not just survive, but to thrive in the environment that you're in. And it sounds like there's prevention as well, and then there's a cure. I think there's been a lot of like curing a situation yes. in this. Um, prevention is key. Yeah. So it feels to me like this is something that needs to be educated from a very young age. Like this has oh. to be bedded from, from childhood, from school age, yeah. you know, even toddler age if you can yeah. so that is not a massive thing to do as adults to train people because correct it's automatic way exactly. of being i mean in our big age we're talking about equality seriously yeah <laughs> seriously now yeah. like and and some people still don't think it's needed and and but that is because they've not stopped to pause to put themselves in the shoes of somebody else and to mm. say let me you really use switch on my empathy yeah try and understand what it is that they've gone through like yeah. when we say when we do talk about racism and say you know it does exist in the UK for example and people are like no 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 racism doesn't exist here and you're like mm. and what makes you say that yeah because, exactly you know, what's your evidence exactly no, I've got some other stuff that we can look at experience exactly yeah. you know our, our brother has experienced you know systemic racism yeah. in a sense you know walking down the road and being stopped for no reason Mm, um, yeah. there are certain things that happen being pulled over but actually mistaken identity oh seriously really yeah. and <laughs> there's another person who looks like me <laughs> oh so racism does exist and mm. so for, for me if I put that back into the work context or if I look at any of these protected characteristics that we have whether it be you know sexism I haven't experienced that personally but if a colleague of mine was to say that they have done I would not dismiss that and say it doesn't exist here because I have not experienced it yeah and and that's where we need people to get to where they come from a place of curiosity rather than accusation or dismissal Mm. it's well tell me more like what have you experienced and and then how can we get you some help for that how can we raise it further because there is the other thing is that if that person's got their 
unconscious bias on display they might not realize they're even behaving in a way that can come yeah. sexist yeah yeah absolutely so it's about everyone having a bit more awareness of themselves and, and the people around them in dance we'd call it your kinesphere like your personal <laughs> space like you're in my kinesphere so, okay <laughs> do i want you in my kinesphere i don't no, know about exactly. that no. how far does my kinesphere go yes and, and they, they, yeah and they all connect and they all touch and mm. even though i might be okay here someone else might not be yeah oh completely oh that's so interesting and everything you're saying it feels like is it fair to say we are moving in the right direction though we are making progress in society i I would i mean i can society now like damn no um i would say i would like to think we are moving in the right direction as a society um as companies you know who are starting to have focus i think we need to not get into the situation where it's lip service mm. it's tick box tick yeah. box exercises you know it's not let's hire four asian people because that hits our yeah. quota and then they come into we'll the put company. them in the company brochure <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah we'll highlight you we'll put you on our social media space but when you get into the company people don't respect the fact that you might need time to fast yeah. uh, so you might need to change your hours um that your celebrations are different so maybe you want extra time at eid and not christmas if you're you know muslim so there are different things where i think we're, we're moving steps in the right direction for sure we just need to make sure that we're not caught in performative action yeah okay that we stop and we look at the whole system of a company what does our pay look like? Do we have pay equity? Once someone's joined the company, do we make sure that everyone has equal access to tools and resources? And then the access that they need on top of that to tools and resources. Do we make sure everyone has a career development program? Do we make sure, you know, you've got to look at the system, you've got to break everything down, which is why if your HR team aren't looking into IDME, if it's just a, a group that's kind of set out a working group, mm. Then you're not you're not going to get to the root cause okay um you've got to have multiple people within your organization focused on it looking at it holistically from a you know a, a raising awareness and a, having events and campaigns which is my area of focus with my team that i work with at medtronic yeah and then we have our hr team who are also looking at those processes that the system of the company to say have we made sure we've embedded ide in these areas are they in all of our processes Mm. that's so it's no it's really encouraging to hear that and it's really encouraging to hear that those great practices do exist and if more people you know more businesses can input that and implement that there too fantastic and you know if we can also instill the habits and behaviors and the thoughts and and the way that we just are from a young age yeah definitely is no scope for major changes to happen and I just think it's really encouraging that we actually have dedicated people, you know, looking yes. at ID and E too, which is yeah. great. And this is this is always what I say, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't put someone into sales who has never sold anything in their life and say, there you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you can't expect people to just do the same with ID and E. Yeah. The people who are working on ID and E in your organization 
have to have some training they have to have that knowledge if they're going to help grow an area that is focused on id e they've got to be immersed in it in themselves you you have to be intentional with who you pick to lead your id e work regionally globally whatever it is yeah knowledge is is key and is power knowledge is power what without actually that knowledge is exactly what you do with that knowledge is even yeah. more powerful Boom. Mm. So many gems you're dropping here, Dulcina. I like need to be taking notes. I'm gonna listen back to this and I'm gonna be like, yeah, taking out my scripts. It's so good. And I'm sure that the listeners are getting so much value from this too. And something that Diz uh, jumped to me when you were speaking mm. earlier was about you know your rise in the corporate world, up the corporate ladder, and how yeah. you put a lot of action into that, you know, oh. lots of a lot of, dare I say, masculine energy. Oh. Masculine das. energy, which das. is <laughs> so it's all about you know the, the action the vision the goal setting the doing 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 how does Dulcina allow herself to be in the feminine energy mm. does allow herself to slow down and to receive and to be creative and be in flow mm. peace and zen well Dulcina has has had to work hard at that mm. that's for sure over he's the talking dead person yes yes yeah, so I'll tell you what Dulcina has had to do <laughs> So, you know, it's not been something that's been natural to me because I have been in action for so many years. I have been, this is my vision. This is my goal. This is what I need to do to get here. Like map this out, move from A to Z. And to be able to just stop and slow down um, is something I've had to spend some time focused on. When I realized that, you know, who am I? Okay. Yes, I know who I am in the corporate space. Yeah, yeah. We own that. I know who I am. Oh, yes. But who am I outside of work? Who mm. am I, you know, as the sister and as the, the girlfriend, as the daughter? And so over the years, I've developed my own um, spiritual practices, my mind, body, soul connection. Mm. Now, holistic my, being. My holistic being, exactly. And there are a few things that I've done over the years. Um, mm. One was I started to explore, you know, energy and Reiki, and mm. I trained in Reiki. Now, I don't want to hear no comments about whether you do or don't believe, that's fine. <laughs> well, she's believe. a master, right? Yeah. She's a Reiki master. Reiki master. Um, and, and that just allowed me to just connect. You know, we did a lot <laughs> of breathing, a lot of meditation, a lot of um, kind of understanding, even being still. Mm. And that's what I didn't used to be. I never used to take time and stop. And I'm, just laughing here because I'm just laughing here because you are like the queen of sleep and naps. So Exactly. <laughs> you know how hard it's it took like, me to get? It was like, you know, Cena's like, she's nailing eight hours sleep plus naps. So it's... Right. So over the years, you have to grow into these habits. Now, I would say, even if I go back, I would work so hard and I would work such long hours yeah. that outside of that, I'm not moving. Mm. I would just sit. I would. Well, we didn't have Netflix back there. Blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> Blockbuster and uh, chilling. And I mean, laying down in my bed, me one, you know, watching movies. Yeah. Um, and, and that would be all I could do because mentally, physically, I was drained. I was drained. So for me, it's been about learning where my cup is full or even taking a step back, learning when it's becoming full yeah. and stopping it before it gets to the point of overflowing. Mm. And so, yes, 
I do honor my sleep and my naps when I can get them in. Um, <laughs> What's that gray tick for ages? She's sleeping. Yeah. Blue tick. Yeah. Oh, you're right now. <laughs> one of the benefits of working from home I can nap in my lunch break <laughs> um but for me it's about a couple of different elements so I've got the kind of the physical side of things which okay. is I train a lot so in the back you can see my treadmill see that treadmill there my treadmill is here machine yes it's amazing I can walk in Egypt I've done haunted house tours on it it goes up and down <laughs> it does what you need it to do but that for me was about having something in my physical physical in my home space where I can jump on and take care of me. I have I work with a coach and um, Kyle Collymore, who's actually been on season one of yes. um this relationship kind of you know real talk. Mm-hmm. So, so he's my personal coach too when it comes to fitness and exactly. physique enhancement. Exactly. So with him, we've kind of got a plan in place to, to take care of me physically, eight, a minimum of 8,000 steps every day. I have a food plan in place. I weight train four times a week. Um, I do two leg sessions and a upper, two upper sessions, a push session, a pull session. I'm very passionate about yes. weight training um, and just seeing myself grow and develop um, in that area. I'm on a weight loss journey and muscle building journey at the same time. So that's kind of like physical. That's great because some people might say, but isn't that just doing, doing, doing masculine? But no, the body is the home of the feminine energy. Mm. So doing that physical work is actually a really good way to release energy. To release energy. And I feel that actually, do you know what? I can get a lot of frustration out when I'm working out, when I'm training weights, if that's if that's the mood I'm in. Well, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, let's go. And, and I yeah. release that in that exercise. So I'm not bringing that to work at the same yeah. time. Come on, dude, we need to hustle. <laughs> on the treadmill, you can do it, you yeah. can do it. Exactly, five calls waiting, five calls. So, so I'm not trying to be that person at yeah. work. I wanna live my soft life, as they say, mm-hmm. and, and really show up as, as me as Delcina in all elements so I've got to balance both masculine and feminine energy and then I've come to the spiritual side and you know I am a, a more of a spiritual person than a religious person but I believe that by taking time for me to meditate to connect with myself um to to do all sorts of things um yes I have had crystals and gemstones and and everything that just grounds me mm. that for me is how I connect with that feminine energy when I'm in more of a quiet space, when I'm just, you know, I burn my incense. I love doing that on a Monday morning. I wake up, I'm like, okay, Mondays can be busy, right? What do we do? Get breakfast in, get a few steps in, burn my incense. I'm ready to go. Amazing. That's that balance that I try to create on a daily basis. And this thing, the feminine energy is about arousing your senses. So you've got the smell of the incense there, which is great. And you're able to tap into that. You've got grounding things around you too. You might even have crystals or gemstones or whatever that is. Sometimes I like to pop a little gemstone in the bar. A salt lamp. (laughs) I don't use pockets. So yeah, Yeah. pop a a, um, gemstone in the bar. Um, Mind-wise, how do you nourish your mind? What are you doing? Personal development? (sighs) Drink plenty of water, that's for sure. (laughs) Even that water looks a little bit pinkish. Is it water plus squash is wa- tasty water? Okay, sugar-free, though, um, right? Sugar-free, sugar-free, sugar-free. So is the one. Um, so mind-wise, I'm always learning, growing, 
studying something. So now I would say right now in time is the first time when I've said no to actually taking on a new task because I felt like I just need to keep my mind clear. Um, but over the years, I've done a lot from, you know, becoming a master NLP practitioner, um, as I shared earlier, to learn more about myself and others and, and to help me in my career. And I definitely feel that helped me to grow into the, the leader that I am today. Mm. Um, I, I've done my studying, so I completed my level five CMI diploma last year. Um, earlier this year, I completed a eCornell um, course for inclusion, diversity and equity. Um, you know, I did a personal training course when we were down during COVID times. So I'm always looking for different things. I'm constantly researching things on, on YouTube or learning how to do different things. I, whether it's learning how to put something together for my, my house or if it's learning something to help me or my team or somebody else I know grow and develop, um, constantly feeding myself yeah. with knowledge. You have, and you've been one of my huge inspirations when it's come to the whole holistic element look. When I was five stone heavier than I was, you're like, girl, because I my daughter was young at the time when she's having her afternoon nap. She's like, get on the treadmill, because I've got a home treadmill. Get yeah. on the treadmill, you know, work on it. And you were so fundamental and crucial when it came to that, you know, and helping me to eat differently too. Mindset wise, you were the person through our network marketing experience back oh, in throw it. <laughs> Go back to network marketing. Really got me onto personal development yeah. and it was you who introduced that to me oh, gosh even the spiritual side <laughs> I'm the one like go get that money go to corporate boom 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 it's like slow down you know oh. no, no, exactly you know try this crystal it kind of experiment with Reiki yeah. and so I've got my Reiki practitioner level two yeah not quite master yet but again I believe in all of that and I just think it is lovely that you are still able because some people say, I don't got time. And it's like, we all got the same time. Yeah, you've got to make time. <laughs> Beyonce, got, you know, you got, Beyonce got the same 24 hours as you. Controversial, yeah. that was a little while back. But yeah, we do, isn't it? It's choice management, yeah. not necessarily time management. Well, and it's your priorities, right? Yeah. What are you valuing? Mm. What are you putting before you or putting before someone else? And mm. this is where I think you, you you've got to establish a balance and that balance does not mean you're doing exactly the same things every single day yeah. I said two hours for this five hours for that da, da, da. no yeah. it's about ebb and flow ease and flow letting Let go, go. <laughs> <laughs> throw back to a past meditation yeah. course we went on it was awesome it was like law of attraction wasn't it yeah law of attraction it was it was amazing but it's about understanding okay if I want to work out if I want to, you know, work on my, my mind at the same time, I still have a, a nine to five job or yeah. seven till three 30. Um, but, and, and that's one of the big things that I've been able to do, which has helped me gain some balance is start my work time earlier. So I start with my first group start. I finish at three 30, which means I can then train after work. I can still get home and feel like I've had an evening. So there are certain things that you might be able to shift in your schedule yeah. that help you achieve that overall balance is what you're looking for. It's not necessarily a daily balance because mm -hmm. there are some times where I can't, you know, I might have a huge um, 
emergency at work and then suddenly yeah. I've got to work later but that's okay because I'll find another way to make it work later in in the week is that flexibility isn't it and going gentle on yourself so even if you've not had opportunity to do something don't beat yourself up about it exactly it's find ways to, to make it work another day or yeah. a different time of day and yeah. being flexible in it and I think that's so so important to show people that yes you can be a highly ambitious driven professional woman or even if you're a man listening to this and yeah. still equally take time out for you to make sure that you are pouring into your over your, your cup yeah. And if you are going to pour out of your cup, you're only pouring from the overflow. You're yeah. not diminishing yourself for that. And I think that's so important and yeah. to share that. Yeah. So now, Dulcina, we've kind of we're kind of moving into the, the personal aspect. We've been speaking about your personal life there. Mm. Um, I want to find out a bit more about romance mm. really, and love. Yeah. So love's tell me. Oh yes, love is in the air. And of mm. course. I know some of your experiences, yes. but people don't. Other people might yeah. not. So reflecting on some of your, your key romantic experiences, past and also current, mm. what would you say have been some of your, your key learnings and experiences mm. from mm. that? I would say if I look at my past relationships, which I haven't had many of, mm. it would be balance and not losing myself in the relationship. So putting the other person before me because I'm such a given person as well. And what I found in the past relationships that I was in is that I was given more than I was receiving. Okay. So it created an imbalance, which then leads to frustration, which leads to anger, which leads to, you know, not great situations. Mm. Um, and I think, in, in the other side, it was about learning my value. Like I had to learn my value at work, it was mm. learning the value of me in a relationship yeah. um, that I deserve to have someone who shows me, you know, love and affection and safety and security and all the other things that you want to feel when you're in a relationship mm. as well. So I would say those have been my past learnings and, and also to take things slowly. Mm if I go on no no you go I was gonna say you I, had the breath she's <laughs> <laughs> got a question <laughs> so if I compare compare that to you know the relationship that I'm in today I would say my relationship today embodies all of that I would say that we have an equal amount of you know give and take of love of understanding of unconditional love you know where it's not if you do that, I'll do this. Mm. Sometimes you understand that you are giving more than the other person at that moment. Yeah. And then the other person's giving more at that moment. Um, yeah. But communication is the other thing that I would say is, is key mm. as well to any relationship that you're in. My past relationships, communication was really poor or I wouldn't ask questions that I want to ask. And so things go unsaid. Yeah. Um, whereas in this one, yes, yeah, sometimes you still got to find you're in a in the courage to have the conversation but it's about having it even if you feel uncomfortable in the moment and if the other person feels uncomfortable but if you don't what that's going to do is that's going to fester inside you create that negative energy and then suddenly you'll find yourself just exploding and and that's not the place that you want to be at boom exactly 
And so, so many things that you said there that is important. And I just want to address a couple of those things. So firstly, um, talking about communication mm -hmm. and the ability to communicate effectively with yeah. a partner. And I believe that a lot of that comes from feeling safe yes. in that relationship, right? So that person helps you to feel emotionally safe, yeah. physically safe, um, even spiritually, socially safe. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I said mentally, but mentally yeah. safe, um, financially yes. safe as well, you know, that to have that independence too. And when we feel that sense of safety, mm -hmm. it can make it so much more easier to communicate, to be yes. your authentic self and yeah. to have that self-expression in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And when you were talking about some of the not knowing the value, mm -hmm. um, maybe self-worth issues, maybe not deserving, not speaking up, um, you know, I've spoken very publicly about our parents' yes. relationship yeah. and how there was domestic violence within that relationship, dad towards mum, mm -hmm. um, where he was you know, physically and emotionally, mentally abusive yeah. for mum. And how we were growing up, you know, we saw a lot of that. Mm. And you know, a lot of our behaviours and programming patterns stem from what we witnessed as a kid. Yeah. And for me, I think a lot of that did also it shaped yeah it shaped who I was as a person going into my adult relationships and not really being fully deserving not feeling fully deserving yeah. worthy and yeah. you know having to be a yes person and yeah, yeah no yeah. you know in that situation walking on eggshells a really disempowered feminine energy to be in um would you say the same I would definitely say that yes you know our parents relationship does and and did have an impact on what you think a normal relationship should look like and what you yeah. think you should put up with mm. you know sometimes it's easy to, to compare and you're like yeah but I'm not being hit or I'm not getting beaten oh, up so yeah. oh yeah surely that's okay and you're like oh hold on that's Although, not the standard. that's yeah. not the standard yeah exactly that's not the bar is it it's yeah, like because the bad stuff isn't happening that means I mean but in other ways there could be other quote-unquote toxic behaviors that absolutely, are happening absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I definitely feel um, a lot of what we've been through over these years is unprogramming and relearning what a healthy relationship looks like, mm. feels like, um, so that we don't carry that on through our generation and then generations to come. Mm. And we're only human at the end of the day. So sometimes, you know, you might get with someone who hasn't done that same level of work or hasn't been yeah. through the same situation and then ends up trying to bring those kind of toxic traits into the relationship that you're in. But that's where you have to hold strong in your values and in your beliefs and say, no, I'm not having that. That mm -hmm. is not going to run with me. <laughs> we, we, what we're not about to do is yeah. this. <laughs> and, and as scary as it can be, breaking away from that person if that's what you need to do oh gosh yeah no there's so many things about attachment styles while we stay in these relationships people codependency and there's yeah. so much it's for you know um, trauma bonding yes. you know sometimes we can trauma bond with people you know have yeah. similar experiences and it connects us and it's not the most you no know, healthiest positions to be in, in a relationship yeah. so it also sounds to me like you identified your non-negotiables when it came to attracting the the person that you're with now so you knew what your boundaries were yeah you were able to define that and th that's really important when it comes to a relationship is knowing what your boundaries are 
having healthy boundaries, of course. Healthy boundaries. Healthy yeah. boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Healthy boundaries. Yeah. And also what your, your non-negotiables are. What will you tolerate exactly. and, and put up with and what won't? Yeah. And, and sometimes that changes. Oh, yeah. As in, you know, you think your non-negotiables are X. And then you meet this person, you're like, <gasps> oh, okay. Oh, maybe it's not. Maybe but it's as not. long maybe as it's having... not at detriment to you. That's the key. So, for example, if someone says, I'm never going to meet someone or I'm never going to date someone with children, mm. and then you meet someone and they have children, and you're like, oh, mm. I didn't think I would do that, but now I am. So, you know, there are certain things where you will, you, you have a high, for me, I was yeah. single for a very long time and I said, uh-uh, no men, thank you, go away. I'm focused on my career. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Those were some of the best years of my life. <laughs> just like head down to the ground like grinding yeah. it out not 24 7 no yeah. whatever but it was don't like eat, don't sleep don't breathe exactly <laughs> this is go hard or go home but those were some of my formative years moving into my leadership role that I I just needed yeah time for me time to focus on me um, and I don't think actually I would have been able to invest time into another person at that moment in my life in the way that I would have wanted to mm. or in my career the way I would have wanted to if I had been with someone at that would have been some sort of compromise I guess exactly exactly so at that moment I was just like no I'm, I'm not gonna you know get into a relationship and um, I just moved into your flat at that time as well mm -hmm. and so for me it was like own space living by myself like single just just being me and that was some of the greatest times and that's where I built some of my getting to know myself getting to know what I want in a relationship because there wasn't someone like distracting me on the side yeah. so yeah. it was like I created such calm and, and, and peace in my space that yeah. if you're going to enter my space you best be coming in correctly yeah. and not bringing a tornado with you <laughs> because that that's not going to happen because I now know who I am and what I will and won't accept Mm, that's so good and it's then it's spotting those red flags exactly. but like you said it's being flexible and maybe expanding your parameters yes slightly no particularly as we get older um as we get older sometimes you might actually meet that person who has had a prior life yes. and has children now because absolutely going to the 40s mid 40s 50s it's likely that they're going to have had a relationship and had commitment somewhere else might yes. even have been married before. yes likely. and yeah just be a bit more I guess flexible flexible and to be honest it was it was you when you became a single parent mm. and I thought oh my gosh someone if they had my same mindset would look and go I'm not going to date her because she's she's a single parent with a, a young child and I thought what kind of backwards mentality is that because they'd be missing out on the most wonderful woman that they could ever have <laughs> look at and, me Exactly. Look at, Look at this, you know, model in front of you. And also, they've been missing out on such a beautiful child that is your daughter. And so, oh my wonderful niece. And so, I thought, no, I've got to open up my parameters and and explore that. If someone wants to come into my life with children. It's not now a non-negotiable, but it's something that I would understand a little bit more as to whether we could make it work together. Yeah, yeah. And it's just knowing how far those parameters were because I was talking to a coaching client recently and she is opening up her parameters too. And it'll be like, I'm not going to disclose anything confidential here. But she, um, she was open now 
to people having children in yeah. her life and she connected with somebody on a dating app and he said I do want to share with you that I've actually got seven children oh <laughs> she was like the universe. Snow White and the seven dwarfs we'll call her Snow White <laughs> Just like I have opened up my parameters, however, I still need to have my boundaries in terms of okay, maybe three max. Yeah, um, am I willing to take on a tribe? Yeah, exactly. But the whole community might not necessarily be my portion. Yeah. So it's just about having that flexibility. Absolutely. And you spoke and you were talking there about developing and understanding love and what that meant for you. So I'm really keen for you to mm. share with us what is your personal definition of love in a romantic context. <sighs> so I would say my personal definition of love in a romantic context is drum roll exactly. I'll, I'll edit that in <laughs> and we'll pause there part two next week I mean, next week I would say oh this is a hard one because I've got so many things floating around in my head and I'm like I want to start it somewhere but I'm going to end off somewhere different so I'm just going to say what's coming to my mind okay but romantic love for me is about understanding my partner and what their needs what their values are mm. um and being able to give that to them in some way shape or form but also having that reciprocated mm. um to me as well Romantic love for me is about that unconditional love. Mm. Like I said before, it's not we're trying to score points against each other. Mm. It's that, do you know what? I understand if you're going through a situation right now that's going to need a lot of time away or it's going to be stress and pressure and I'm here to have your back through yeah. that moment. And you do the same for me when those moments come about. I might not always shine in my brightest light. Um, and there might be challenges that I'm going through, but you know, don't write me off because of that. Like, don't end the relationship because I'm going yeah. through a, a tough. <laughs> like, hey, don't go, don't leave. <laughs> like, You're not the same you were yesterday. Exactly. You're damn straight. <laughs> like, and damn, I've got red hair. <laughs> so, um, it's about, yeah, I would say knowing the person that you're in and, and finding a a way of being together you're bringing two souls two people together to share a space and a life those two people have a whole universe that they're bringing in together so it's about understanding how you orbit around each other rather than you know kind of bounce each other off and I'm like oh I'm in a un another universe now <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah finding your love orbit finding your love orbit well, Sina, I think we have a podcast title there. Did we just Find in your up? love orbit. Yes. There we go. I Season like three. <laughs> Don't trademark that. So, oh, I must take a note. Patricia, if you want to use it, it's now 10 grand. No, 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 no. no. We don't, that's not how we work, okay? <laughs> we work. Oh, Sina, that's absolutely amazing. And when you are in love, how do you feel? Do you have that giddy feeling? Does it make you feel like, <laughs> stop, stop? Yeah. It's that knowing that I've got someone there who's there for me no matter what mm. through the ups the downs through the through everything you know I can wake up in the morning and know that that person is there for me and that feeling of security oh, yeah. and knowing that I could 
call him at any point and he would have my back he'd drop what he needs to what he's doing yeah. he'd come to me if I needed help or you know if I if I needed financial help he would he'd be there to give it to me if I ever got into a position like that or if I needed help moving like he was there for me when I moved like there, there are so many different things that I can rely on him for mm. um and it's like having a best friend you know mm. I see I see him as not only this person that I'm in a relationship with he's my best friend like we laugh so much oh, we love what similar values with each other whether it's you know our love of the same films the same music um training like whatever it is like this person is is just amazing and i feel like I, it's it's me but but mel, mel me <laughs> mel me i wonder if he feels the same way yeah. it's the it's the feminine person we just put our heads on each other <laughs> Gonna, please I know you're so creative go out there and superimpose each other's heads onto each other's body that'll be the next there you go. <laughs> yeah that is do you know what and I hear it a lot of you know teamwork it's a lot of partnership oh so that, much you know, like a power couple thing going yeah. on there yeah so so I know that you know like when I was studying he was there he was like right what do you need what, what we got to do like he had my back the whole way same for him when he's been transitioning jobs it's like okay what do you need how can I help you okay you're going through this okay let's plan this out like it's it's my my teammate yeah my, at the same time so I think that it's a partnership yeah, so I wouldn't usually say oh yeah I've got a boyfriend it's like I've got a partner this is my life partner yeah. someone that I know we, we're now for the rest of life will be that person who I do life with so um mate if you're listening to that they'll see partner <laughs> she has just she's just claimed you <laughs> yeah no you've got to name it to claim it you've got to you've got yeah, name it to claim it isn't it I think yeah so she's just claimed that so mine <laughs> mine committed fully yeah. I love that teamwork makes the dream work Yes. and I really appreciate you sharing your personal definition of love because it always is personal to each person kind of what you yeah. said right so yeah. it really is not an Oxford or Cambridge dictionary type thing no. it's you, you exactly know, how do you feel how do you behave in love you know it's sorry was that a question oh it can be oh oh okay <laughs> like an idiot no I mean go cross-eyed and for me it's it really is about I can be myself with him and that's where I know it's been different from the rest because I've always been trying to be something for someone yeah. you know but now I'm like this is me this is what you get okay <laughs> this is me exactly you get me lady D. yes yes I'm napping call me back later <laughs> I'm in sloth mode exactly. it's, it's fine and I feel accepted for all yeah. of my you know I'm a diamond I'm multifaceted and he accepts oh, all arts exactly and sometimes you just need to polish up that diamond a little bit make it sparkle some more yeah. it look a bit dusty sometimes <laughs> but he likes the dust too for real we're all ready that's it you stay you stay ready so yeah oh Dulcina this is going to bring the conversation to an end I we know we can talk look I know we can talk for years you know how right. it is we used to share a bedroom and counting yeah you know going back to our childhood days sharing that bedroom talking for hours yeah. we should be sleeping yeah. yeah we can talk for ages so I am feeling probably another episode for us to talk more and share more about love life relationships but 
before we go, I would love for you to leave the listeners with mm. one key message, one key takeaway mm. that can help them on their journey of love, life and relationships. Okay. One. Just one. I would say it's about finding your balance. Mm. Whatever that looks like to you, finding your flow mm. in love, life, relationships. Mm. And once you've found a good flow, sticking to that, making that your non-negotiable. Mm. Uh, Teresa and I have non-negotiables when it comes to our coach and Kyle, when he says, you know, like your steps yeah. are non-negotiable. You just get that done. Yeah. It's the same with love, life and relationship. Have your non-negotiables, mm. but also find your flow through that. Um, and I'm going to add another one because... <gasps> well, I will allow it then. Go on. Because yeah, it's sister privileges, right? <sighs> yeah. Um, <laughs> learn who you are first. Because if you don't know who you are, how are you going to bring value to another person? Ooh. And on that note, let that marinate, everyone. Two. Like some you're blessed with two key messages and takeaways there. Obviously, Dulcina has shared so much gems, so much gold in this conversation today. So I really want to thank you for thank your you. time, your energy, for the beautiful, wonderful dance of a conversation we have. Mm. Okay. Um, I was about to go into a dance move and you know I saw this little kid and we wasn't it four flames are down no 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 no, no. <laughs> we're, we're not going to bring that no <laughs> i know no. the world does not need to know our song that we created for, that, for that song all that dance moves so maybe another episode yeah I'll maybe <laughs> so again thank you so much and if anybody wants to reach out to you get in contact with you yeah. and find out about any future activities you've got mm -hmm. going on how can they do that Yes, so I am on LinkedIn and I'm on Instagram. Um, so Delcina Young on both of those. And I am more than happy, whether it's career related, if you want to talk to me about career um, and understanding your next move or where you want to go next or getting a bit of um, mentorship, I am always um, open to giving back in that way. Um, and then if you just want to follow my life journey, then that's Instagram. Exactly. Justina's got some great fitness reels and information that she shared there about her personal health journey too. So there's so much that you can find out and also grow in terms of Justina. It's all about developing people and she can help to develop yourself. So Delcina Young. Yes. Thank you so much for being an incredible, delightful, delicious, divine guest. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. You are most welcome. And for everybody who has listened to the return of Real Relationships of the podcast season two, I want to thank you for your time, your energy and your attention. And until the next episode, take great care of yourself and others too. Thank you so much for listening. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, make sure to check out the show notes in the description with all the important links and how to connect with and follow Teresha directly. If you are motivated and encouraged after listening to this, please follow and subscribe to this podcast. Hey, and whilst you're there, go ahead and leave a five-star rating and add a review. 
We would love to hear what aha moments there were for you. And you know that saying, sharing is caring. So tell your family and friends about this podcast too. So until next time, take great care of yourself and others too.